everybody, welcome back to The Truth is Somewhere, where myself, Megan, and my husband, Corey, discuss conspiracy theories and other shit. This episode is full of puns, and I am not even sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you wrote a lot of those right into it. I did. Yeah, okay. Yep. Alright, so today we're going to talk about celebrity doppelgangers. Uh, I initially found out about this from reading a post on Twitter about Avril Lavigne supposedly dying, and they took somebody who looked a lot like her and replaced her. And then as I was researching this whole Avril Lavigne's conspiracy, I found all of these other conspiracies too, so I thought we'd just throw them together in one big episode. So we're going to start with Avril because she was the inspiration. And uh, this is a theory that resurfaces on the internet every few years. And like I said, I ended up seeing it in a Twitter feed started by Twitter user at Givenchy asks, uh, last year, the prevailing theory says that Avril actually died in 2003, one year after the release of her debut album. And for some reason, she was considered important enough to have a doppelganger replace her for the public view. Not really sure why, because she only had one album out, and I don't know that she was, like, super influential off of Complicated. Uh, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> I can't imagine why, like, she wasn't... I mean, punk rock is, was big, but it was never, like... Well, she was, like, pop-punk, though. Pretty she sure, pop-punk rock. Punk, right? Yeah, definitely, she was a little punk. Yeah. But, I mean, that's obviously debatable. Probably gonna have some, you know, punk uh, aficionado or something that's like, well, I really need purely, purely this genre of music. <laughs> Uh, you're right. absolutely getting this wrong. Uh, but no, there's no way. You can't say that she wasn't a little bit punk. Definitely no, pop she, punk. I didn't say that she wasn't punk at all. I yeah. just was saying she wasn't purely Sure, punk. okay. And don't get me wrong. Like, I loved Avril, Avril's, like, angsty teenager ways. Like, I mean, I grew up on Avril's angsty teenage ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a lot of my angsty teenagerness came from Avril Lavigne. I felt a lot of feels doing this research. So nobody, nobody says why they replaced her just that they did just that they did yeah i don't really know why okay so how did they replace her so, how did she die that i couldn't find either oh she just magically died in like, 2003 there was some there's like some talk about a car crash and there was some talk about how her grandmother had died and she was really depressed and maybe she killed herself yeah but like there wasn't any definitive this is how she died and we replaced her because like it's a theory with gaps in it, and it was. She was she was walking around with a black umbrella, and the government was like, "Never again." <laughs> never, never again. She never was again. Shooting poison darts out of that yeah. black umbrella, and it was real weird. Uh -huh. So, um, this Avril lookalike supposedly named Melissa Vandella. Ooh, she has a name. And, yeah, I know she's got her own name, and she went on to release "Under My Skin" in two thousand four. And there's as Avril Lavigne. As Avril Lavigne. So okay. she's no longer Melissa Vantella. She just becomes Avril Lavigne. Okay. And this Brazilian blog uh, that started this whole theory claims that the cover art for Under My Skin, as well as the name, are very telling in regards to the truth about Avril and Melissa. And the cover art features a black and white still of Avril, or Melissa. <laughs> the uh -huh. title is in red with Avril's name in black, mm -hmm. signifying mourning for Avril and supposedly blood. Oh. So, I mean, if black, white, and red color scheme for album art is indicative of a dead and replaced by doppelgangers artist, I think we should probably be worried about just about every emo artist from the early 2000s. <laughs> like, black, white, and red? Yeah, yeah that's like, like... That's... My whole angsty teenager 
album like discography, if you were to go through my original Zune, mm-hmm. would be like black, white, and red, right? Mm. You know how many, you know how many um, iPod listeners you just like got turned off on this channel? They're like, ugh, she had a Zune. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm not listening to this any longer. I was one of the first prescribers to the Zune. I still have one. I mean, yeah, I had a Zune. Zune is far superior. Yes, indeed it was. It's really To the cult bad. that is uh, the Apple iPod. But um, Sorry to all you iTunes listeners. Yeah. <laughs> like, all one of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, so, anyway. so Black, White, and Red album for Morning, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then her lyrics also got much darker on Under My Skin than they were on Let Go. Uh Uh-huh. But, I mean, the album Let Go brought us, like, Skater Boy. So, I mean, it wasn't a particularly dark album anyway. So, wait, they just happened to find a woman that looked just like her and sounded just like her, too? Yeah, well, like, I guess if you go back and listen to things supposedly that there's, like, differences in the way she sings. And, like, there's all these people on Twitter going crazy about the fact that like her vocalizations are completely different the style of music is completely different and all i'm thinking is this girl came out in 2002 mm-hmm. and she's put out six f- five studio albums she's put out five studio al- albums and she's working on her sixth like she was 18 in 2002 right. of course she doesn't sound the same sure like, you can say that about any artist that's been around for a long time. They're all doppelgangers, that's why. <laughs> Obviously, like the Illuminati's pl- replacing them all or something. Nah. Obviously. Um, I mean, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much it about Avril. Just the, okay, okay, so just a simple rundown. She died, possibly a car crash. Possibly killed herself because her grandma died. Uh, oh, because her grandma, okay, and, uh. So they felt whoever the greater powers are, the studio executives, right? Uh, the the um, uh, the record producers felt that uh, she needed to be replaced. So they found Melissa Vandela. With oh, Melissa people, Vandela, yeah. They they also talk about like her change in in physical style. So okay. like if you if you go back to original Skater Boy, it's uh, so complicated. She wears like the baggy skater pants, and she's got okay. the the little necktie and the tank tops and Uh she's very very like punk at that time and then uh as she comes back into under my skin and then with her pre her next three Mm -hmm. albums she goes very much more like punk pop princess so she's got like the pink streak in her hair and she's a little more preppy in the way that she dresses and if you watch like all of the and of course this could have nothing to do with the fact that um artists are constantly changing their image so that they stay relevant right because it it, there's a really good chance that from 2002 to 2004 that really baggy skater look probably wouldn't have been popular anymore no it really like that was that was late mid to late 90s and faded out in the and early 2000s short-lived like it wasn't yeah 10 10 years or so you know my brother was definitely into that yeah. that was his that was his thing baggy pants loose fitting shoes skateboarding you know right uh, and I, I remember wearing some of like the skateboard style stuff because that was what was really popular yeah like in the very beginning mm-hmm. of not even quite my tw- like my tween years mm-hmm. for me uh and, but then I remember, like, how I really remember Avril Lavigne, because 
I was older at this point listening to her was like the pink streak in her hair and the really sure. thick, dark eyeliner. You mean that's how you remember Melissa? That's how I remember Melissa Vandala. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So, but we all really know where Avril is. She's standing on a bridge and waiting in the dark on a damn cold night. And she really thought we'd be there by now, but instead we're all inventing conspiracy theories about her. I don't know that song. You don't know that song? No. What's wrong with you? I can hear the collective one laugh from around the world listening to this. Ah! (laughs) There's one one angsty teenage girl at heart that gets it. And I appreciate you. Uh Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, uh, so there's, there's a big one about Paul McCartney, and I think this is really big because he's such a big name. Like, Avril Lavigne is, like, not that she's not a big name, but she's not, like, worldwide sensation the way the Beatles were, right? Right, I mean, well, even if she has the same level of fan and she, fans, and she has the same level of, um, just the same level of fans, you know, and fame as he did back then... The competition now versus the competition back right. then. Well, I mean, Paul McCartney, you had what? Elvis? Right. And that, to that compete was with? Thing, like, and that I, was it. I remember reading articles and stuff about Elvis and how, like, the number of albums he sold when he was alive, mm-hmm. uh, the people who are out there now are stomping him into the ground. Right. But they are nowhere near the same level of superstardom because... I think I probably the internet has a lot to do with it, honestly. Uh, yeah, I would say that. But, I mean, even think about early 90s. We had these huge stars, these huge, huge music stars, and none of them had the same uh, level as right. Elvis. I think the thing was is that Elvis was the first artist that really appealed to a younger generation. Right. That's true. So it wasn't your dad's music that you were listening to anymore. It was your music. Right. And it was... He was a heartthrob and all the girls wanted him. So that drove up the sales even further. But you also have to think about it. The population of the United States has more than doubled that's, since the 50s. That's true. That makes sense. So there's just, there's a lot more competition now. Right. So it's, it's hard to be the same kind of superstar um, if you're going to compare Paul McCartney to Avril Lavigne, which we just can't. So anyway, Paul McCartney died in a car accident in 1966. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm. Uh... And the Beatles were so concerned about what his death would do the band that they hired a man that won a look and sound alike contest named Billy Shears. So, wait, isn't... I can't, I'm not good with the the Beatles. I don't really know. Isn't he still alive, Paul McCartney? Yeah, supposedly. Well, well obviously... I mean, oh, wait, well, that, Billy Shears is Billy still, Shears, like, right. Wasn't doing... he just in some, like, shitty rap video or something? I have no idea. Yeah, I think he was. Okay. One of the Beatles. It was an old guy and some... Uh, other people making oh, music. Okay. I think he was right. playing the guitar. What he played the guitar, right? Yeah. He okay. Plays, he plays a lot of instruments. He's, he's uh, very talented. Yeah. So Ed, right? Ed, wait. What was the guy's Paul name? Paul McCartney. No, Paul McCartney was replaced by. Oh, Billy Shears. Billy Shears. <laughs> Billy Ed Shears. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy Shears. Okay. Uh, so then the Beatles supposedly hid secret messages in their songs and album art to clue fans into the fact that Paul was actually dead. So then the Beatles were supposedly hiding secret messages in their songs and album art to clue fans into the fact that Paul was dead. The song A Day in the Life from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band has the phrase, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, but only when the song is played backwards. Uh, so let's, uh, let's see what it sounds like. Okay, so 
you can kind of hear that, but I mean, they probably would have had to have somebody go in and like, what does it sound like backwards and put all the letters together and, you know. And then it's gibberish forwards. That's the thing, like, that they just write, like, I guess I don't, I haven't listened to the song fully forward, so I don't know if they just speak a lot of gibberish in the song. No, I mean, it's not, that's backwards. But before... It was gibberish. Yes. If it's going forward, it's gibberish. And if you play it backwards, it says Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, right? Well, not necessarily. What is it like? Uh, there are things you can say one way, and I know, they sound like, exactly the same. They showed you exactly what it said normally, and it was—it definitely wasn't English. No, no, I don't know. I don't. I. I, I think you're... we should have listened to the whole song because <laughs> I have no idea if they they speak other languages in that song. I I don't think so, but. Um... The point is, it's just that little part that says, Paul is dead, missing, missing. The thing is, is if you're listening to something that you don't understand, mm-hmm. uh, we as humans are really good at finding patterns in things. That is what makes humans so uh, amazing, aside from thumbs, right. uh, is the fact that we are really good at finding patterns, especially patterns that look like things that resemble human or, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Like, it's why we see faces and everything. But if you want to hear something that says, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, you're probably going to find it somewhere. Well, what's crazy to me is that somebody played that backwards and intentionally looked for that. Well, they've been playing music. They used to be a huge thing back in the 70s. How many, have you never heard, play a Led Zeppelin song backwards, oh, right. you'll hear yeah. them summon Satan or something like that, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, if you play Ozzy, Oz, Ozzy Osbourne backwards, uh, oh, am I getting too loud? Yeah. Anyways, if you play, play Ozzy Osbourne backwards, you'll, uh, uh, you'll call bats to your house, you know? There's <laughs> right. always something, you know? He, he, you can hear him sacrifice a child. I don't know, I'm making stuff up, but right. it's like, that stuff exists everywhere so then additionally uh if you listen to the song strawberry fields forever <laughs> to me, uh supposedly uh john mumbles i buried paul at the very end now john completely denies the existence of the backwards phrase and said he actually mumbled cranberry sauce at the end of strawberry fields uh, <laughs> like that doesn't that seems more implausible to me more implied, yeah. Mumbled, like, why would you mumble cranberry sauce at the end? Maybe because he's like, I prefer cranberry sauce. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, I don't know. I w- I'll say something funny every once in a while. Sure. It just seems, it's, it's strange. Uh, How many times have I looked at you and just said something out of nowhere? That's true. You do right? all the time. All the yeah. time. And he just wants to get that recorded. That's it. He probably was just like, I wonder what I could sneak into this. And he's like, if I say cranberry sauce, they're not going to be like, we have to cut this out. They're going to be like, come on, man. It's going to be too much work to cut this out. But did you have to say that? <laughs> right. Okay. So maybe it was just an elaborate joke. I don't, whatever. Cranberry sauce. <laughs> so also the cover art for Abbey Road is also said to be a hint that Paul is actually dead. Uh, it shows the other three band members as parts of a funeral procession. Po- procession? Uh-huh. I can talk. Uh and John is dressed in all white like a clergyman. Ringo is dressed in all black like a mourner. And George wears jeans, which is supposedly supposed to be like a grave digger. Uh, I guess grave diggers wear jeans. And then uh, Imposter Paul, a.k.a. Billy Shears, wore no shoes because dead people don't need shoes, I guess. Oh. <laughs> and he was out of stuff with the others. This is, um, 
again, this is a whole lot of, if you want to find something, you're going to find, find it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think when it comes to this theory, we should take Paul's advice and let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Uh, oh, woo, this one made me laugh really hard. And I'm hoping that you all will laugh with me. So Eminem supposedly also died in a car crash in 2005. <laughs> Sorry, our dog is playing with a ball. Uh, and he was replaced by a clone. Oh, a clone? A clone. Like yeah. Dolly the like Sheep actually clone? actually a clone, yes. So rumor has it that his stint in rehab in 2005 was a cover for his absence after his death while the Illuminati got his clone ready. Oh, yeah, the Illuminati? <laughs> yeah, the okay. Illuminati. Like so, lizard people Illuminati, or...? Uh, I don't know if it goes so far as, like, lizard people. It just oh. says the Illuminati, I mean, which he... could be, like, anything. So, what, is he, like, a, an implant? An well, Illuminati I'm, implant? I'm trying to get there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so not only did the Illuminati clone him, they are also responsible for his death. Oh. So when Eminem skyrocketed to stardom, the Illuminati naturally approached him about joining their ranks. Mm -hmm. I guess that, like, conspiracies about the Illuminati... They just go after really famous people because they can, like, use them mm -hmm. as as lures. Right. Essentially. But I guess that Eminem declined. He's like, I don't want to be part of your your mess. And so the Illuminati uh, is not a big fan of rejection. So they had him killed in a car accident. And they made Whoops. a clone out of him to use as their puppet. As you do. And the other theory is that the Illuminati didn't like how vocal and opinionated Eminem was. So they had him killed. So either way, uh. it's either he was, like very woke and and way too vocal and opinionated about like government dealings uh-huh and uh they didn't like that or they really liked him they wanted him and he declined them either way uh the real slim shady cannot stand up because he's dead oh wow <laughs> the look on your face you were so disappointed i make no apologies i mean i love puns but I make no apologies. That was like, that was like, hey, would you like some cake? No, and you shove cake in somebody's <laughs> face. Like, with their mouth open. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever. I thought it was funny. I don't care if you didn't think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the main blogs that comes up in a Google search about this is called The Lowdown Truth. And it's got a serious religious connotation that made some of the story about Eminem even more hilarious. So I just pulled up this quote for your guys' enjoyment. He had an awareness about him and a no-compromise attitude towards the mainstream culture that he despised and ridiculed through his music. This is what made him attractive to a younger generation of people who also see through the bull we are supposed to embrace. The new Eminem is totally different, though. This clone that is acting as Eminem now is a total sellout, homosexual, Satanist type of scumbag with no redeeming value as a person. You know, like the real stars nowadays. Most of whom are mind-controlled, maybe some are clones. Ooh, mind-controlled, maybe some are clones. Yeah. Wait, so if they're not clones, they're not mind-controlled? Ooh, or oh. are they still mind-controlled and or? I think probably both. Porque no los dos? Yeah, porque no los dos. Yeah. Um, mind-controlled clones, let's just go all the way with it. All right, of Hollywood right. stars are mind-controlled clones. Of course they are. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, what else would they be? <laughs> We've got... My favorite, T-Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. So, she is actually a clone. As we've discovered, they are all clones. They're all clones. But she is special. Okay. Because she's not a clone of herself. Oh. She's a clone of former high priestess of the Church of... 
I cannot talk, of the Church of Satan, Zena Shrek. Well, well hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I need you to say that name again. Okay, so originally her name was Zena LeVay, but she now goes by Zena Shrek. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh god, that is that is uh Oh, I gotta I gotta say that. Just Xena Shrek. Yeah, Zena Shrek. <laughs> I'm imagining love. this like weird looking, like kinda chubby uh, just Shrek and Xena. Let's just get there. <laughs> like Xena Warrior Princess on but Shrek. Shrek. It's like <laughs> Shrek in Xena's get up. Oh, <laughs> Like with the 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 discs, the chakrams in her hand, you know, like yeah. oh yeah. What does she do? I don't know what she does. Yeah, she does something like that. She like goes. And so she like <laughs> she goes, flies through the air. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she, she like sh- what is it, shrills? What's it called? They're, it's called a zagreet. Oh, she's a greets. Yeah, something like that. When she like jumps through the air. Have you never seen Zena? Not since I was like five. Oh well, you know. I remember Xena was tough. I remember that. And she'd jump through the air and she'd throw the discs around and fight with those. I think she had a whip. Maybe I'm thinking of Wonder Woman now. But anyways, uh, God, Xena Shrek. Where does that name come, where did that name come from? How does that, that has to be a troll. So she, no, she was, she was named Xena. Uh-huh. Z-E-E-N-A though. Uh, well, I mean, spelling is... And and her last name was originally LeVay, because she was the daughter of the founder of the Church of Satan, Anton LeVay. Uh-huh. Uh, and Zena left the church in 1990. Okay. And then she She decided down... she didn't want to be a LeVay anymore, or...? I don't honestly know when she changed her name or why she changed her name. Like, it was really weird. I didn't even realize she had changed her name, because I was looking through all these articles, and everybody was talking about Zena LeVay, Zena LeVay, and then suddenly there was one article that was like, Zena Shrek. And then if you look her up, she actually goes by Xena Shrek now. Like, she has a Wikipedia for Xena Shrek. And is it just a picture of Taylor Swift? No. Does she look like Taylor Swift? Yes, and I will get to that. Okay, so, I mean, this is just someone that looks like somebody else. I've met somebody that people are like, are you guys twins? Right. And I have, oh man, I wish, I don't know if I have pictures of that anymore. But anyways, yeah, I actually, like, was talking to this guy. And I was like, I don't look anything like this guy. No way. Don't look anything like this dude. I went home next morning. I was brushing my teeth and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I went, holy shit. I see him looking back at me like, <laughs> holy true. crap. I do look like that guy. Well, and it's like we were just in the tattoo parlor and there was the, that Vogue poster. On yeah. The that chick looked just like she could have been you if you went off on like a different timeline. Right. She's like you from another world. Like you and a di- she's your clone. Oh, no, I'm her clone. No. She would have been older than me. No, or... Or we're all cloned from the same you're, being. Yeah, no, you're her clone. In case they go off, like, the Illuminati's like, no, no, we, you're not doing what you, we want you to do anymore. Boom, they're going to come get you. <laughs> Wipe so your brain, and then suddenly the you're going to be on phone. Right. <laughs> I mean, okay, so back to Miss Shrek. Okay. Uh, because Shrek is love. Shrek, Shrek is, is life. life. Um, um, so she left the church in 1990. Okay. The church of Satan, which her father founded. Uh-huh. And she moved on to be a high priestess in the temple of the Egyptian god Seth. Okay. And now she's a Buddhist. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a those are good changes uh, away from Satan, right? I have a really bad pun about this, too. Hail Satan! It. You have a bad pun? Yeah. All right, just get it out. 
she bounced around on religions, kind of like how T Swift jumps around from man to man. Oh yeah, they just couldn't. Uh, they <laughs> just were, couldn't settle, right? They kept yeah. doing her wrong. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So yeah. there is point out that Taylor spends a lot of time emphasizing that she was born in 1989. Sure. Uh, she had and an she's album. She's a year younger than I am. And she's a year older than me. Yeah. Uh, she even had an, an album named 1989. So this, according to the world of conspiracy theorists, shows that uh, Taylor tries too hard to prove that she had a normal human birth and was not actually created in a lab by the Illuminati mm-hmm. after Xena abandoned the Church of Satan. I don't know. I think it makes sense that she has an album called 1989. Like, that is the, like, the late 80s is, like, is the epitome of millennials. And she is literally just saying, like, this is me. This is the generation I am. This is who I am. You're going to have to deal with it. And she tends to be, like, really, for lack of a better term, millennial. Yeah, no, for sure. She is. And I don't listen to her music. And I don't know what... I do. And I don't know what that album's about, but I would imagine it has to do... With, like, her. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all of her albums, to a certain extent, are about her. Right. I think, what is it, like, a standard that every album has to have at least one breakup song? Right, yeah. Right? Where she breaks up with somebody via song or sings about that breakup? Right. Right. Yeah. Except for this, uh... This last album, she bitches a lot about Kanye West. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Right? Uh... So, there are other similarities. Xena even started a band in 2012. Oh. So, they're sharing more than just Xena's DNA. They're sharing, like, the love of music. Is Xena Xena married? I don't know. Okay. Well, then, can we refer to her as Miss Shrek throughout the rest of this? I don't know if I can take myself seriously if I said Miss Shrek. Miss Shrek. (laughs) Miss Shrek. Uh, Oh, I have a picture to show you. Oh. Of Taylor and Miss Shrek. Taylor and Miss Shrek, okay. Yeah, okay. And uh, they do, they look a lot alike. I mean, they look like they could be sisters. I think the only difference is, like, truly Taylor's skinnier. Sure, I mean, her eyebrows are uh, not the same shape. Well, they, this was in the 90s. This was, like, the era of tweaker brows. I get that. And but... obviously, I'm going to put this p- picture up on social media so you all can listen to us argue about it and put in your own her design. nose is shaped differently she has a, a shorter stouty stouter a little bit wider nose her lips i mean are pretty much the same but aside from that i just don't see enough of a similarity it's really interesting because when i first saw a picture of xena shrek i was like holy crap taylor swift I would never have thought Taylor Swift. I look at Taylor Swift and I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. Like, you could just show me a blind picture and I'd be like, yeah, it's Taylor Swift. But okay. I, I would have seen that picture and been okay. like, who are you showing me? I is that think... a, is that is that a Jerry Springer's reject? Of, of like, Taylor Swift? No, anyway. not even associated with Taylor oh, Swift. okay. I don't see right. Taylor Swift in her until you put Taylor Swift next to her. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Uh... Illuminati... Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Uh, Twitter loves this theory because everyone's favorite pastime is making fun of Taylor. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we all know, mm-hmm. like, it's it really is. 
everybody and, and nobody likes Taylor except for the people who actually like Taylor. I don't know. She's still a superstar, but it seems like everybody that's, who do you pick on? Superstars. Yeah, that's true. You literally like they're they are exempt from slander laws. Like, sorry, you're gonna get slandered. That's just you gotta expect it. Right. Because like if you're gonna put yourself out there that much. Same as the president. You have to sorry, you're gonna that get some slander. Are gonna, are gonna talk about you. Yeah. Because who else do we talk about? I'm, like, am I going to talk about Jim Bob down the street? Well, it's something that everybody knows. That's the thing. Yeah. Everybody knows something. I mean, I don't go out of my way and talk about Taylor Swift, but the internet sure loves to. Yeah, the internet sure loves to talk yeah. about Taylor Swift. Especially when a new album comes out and she does some weird music videos. You like them, I know. I, Taylor Swift is my guilty pleasure as a basic white girl. I will... I will let you know that Taylor Swift is my guilty pleasure. One. I like her. One. She's one of my many, many guilty pleasures. <laughs> I have lots of guilty Life is pleasures. Filled with, <laughs> Life is filled with guilt. <laughs> Life is, except I'm not actually guilty about any of yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, hashtag yeah. sorry, not sorry. I like to uh-huh. Swift. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> also, I mean, apparently lots of people like her. I mean, so. obviously people like her because she sells out stadiums everywhere she goes. Right. Anyway. People really like this theory because it's an easy way to pick on Taylor Swift and everybody's like, oh, ha, 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 Taylor must be a Satanist because she was a clone of a Satanist. Right. Who's not even a Satanist anymore. And also those people probably don't know what the Church of Satan actually is. No, no. But uh, it it uh, begs the question, um, would it be wrong to call Taylor Miss Shrek? Yes, it would be wrong to call Taylor Miss Shrek because that's not who she is. I mean, I obviously didn't see the the connection. Yeah, pretty strongly. Didn't but lots see the of connection. people obviously. Lots of people do. I, did. I, I see the resemblance there. I don't necessarily think why, that Taylor. Why is do you? Ch- why would you change your last name to Shrek? Maybe she married somebody named Shrek. I don't know. I didn't do that much. There was a lot of love involved. There was a lot of love involved. And I could I could be saying it wrong because it's S C H R E C K. So I could be no, not No, there's no saying enough. that wrong. That's Shrek. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to sound out what you said. It's Shrek. Okay. I accept nothing but Shrek. Because it could be like a foreign name. So there could be emphasis somewhere else that we're just not picking up. Yeah. Like, uh... If anybody out there is a fan of Xena Shrek and her last name is not actually Shrek, uh... Sorry, not sorry. That's the theme of the episode. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, for you, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> You're on that... Sorry, not sorry, kick. Yeah. So, anyway, even though everybody is making fun of Taylor and it's, uh, you know, oh, Taylor's the clone of a Satanist, it doesn't seem to be hurting her reputation any, and, you know, haters gonna hate. 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 <laughs> there, I went, I went with you on that one. I went with you. Are you happy? I'm just gonna shake it off now. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just shake off that bad pun. <laughs> Uh, and that's, that's what I have for you on Celebrity Doppelgangers. Oh, all right. So if you guys have any, uh, recommendations on any conspiracies that you would like for us to go over, uh, send it to our email or, uh, well, you have to tell them what the email is. I have to tell them what the email is. I don't know what that is off the top of my head. (laughs) Well, okay. The truth is somewhere podcast podcast at at gmail.com. The truth is somewhere podcast at gmail.com or comment on our Facebook or tweet at us. That's how that works, right? You tweet at somebody. Yeah. 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 Do that. 
Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and comment on things there. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, all of that is at TTIS podcast. TTIS. And uh, before I forget, there was actually there was somebody who shouted out to us on Twitter um, in regards to the flat Earth conspiracy, and it's username at cylinder Earth S. And uh, they asked us if we would cover cylinder Earth conspiracy which I don't think is actually a thing, and I'm 90% sure that this is a joke Twitter. Uh, they also have a YouTube video all about, like, Cylinder Earth, and they claim that uh, God came to them, to them in a dream and told them that the Earth is actually a cylinder. I'm pretty sure it's a joke Twitter. I could be totally wrong, because frankly, most people flat, think Flat Earth is a joke, and their website is literally like, this is not a joke! So, hey. anyway, I told Cylinder Earth S that we would give them a shout-out, so I am following through... Shout out to at Cylinder Earth as on uh, on Twitter. All right. So I think that's about it. If anybody's still here. Uh, well, I'm sure somebody left their uh, computer running <laughs> while they had this this playing, right? Right. Uh, headphones are sitting <laughs> off to the side with their phone going. Man, if you're still listening to us while it's we ramble on right friend. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. The truth is somewhere. Keep looking for it. It's somewhere. That's for sure.